This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hey, comic book fans, and welcome to another live episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So normally, this show is about an hour, uh, although the last uh, month has been about two hours. Yeah, so uh, We want to keep it short today, so we do apologize for it being a, uh, a stream of brevity. Yeah. this week but listen there's so much more to check out here on Compop returns so if you like Maybe this you video love this make sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel and then you'll catch yeah. the other two episodes that came out this past weekend we literally dropped two whole different shows we break down the Batgirl situation and maybe to offer some legally dicey loopholes about how we can see that thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not even defending the movie. I just want to see it. Just right. like when I found out about the horrible Fantastic Four movie and nowadays people are going to be like, which one? <laughs> but no, seriously, back when I was a kid, there was only one and no one could see it. And when I finally did, I was so grateful, even though I recognized it was horrible. Right. Uh, I want to see that Batgirl movie. So there's an episode about that. And a letters page where we open up letters and packages like Tiffany's about to do right now. Uh, she received a special package in I the guess. mail from a, one of our uh, a big audience members who uh, enjoys to do this. And by the way, if you'd like to help sponsor today's show, you can do so by using Super Chats. Ask a question or comment here on the program. We will read them here. And that'll keep all the corporate nonsense, all the suits and fat cats out of this show. What do you got? Why? Like, why? 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 Whoa. That is one big mojo. I hate him. He is so much bigger than Pariah. So much. And the Red Ghost. We don't have Red Ghost here right now. He's some. He's actually, I think he's on your desk. Uh, no, you don't have a desk in there anymore. No. He's somewhere he, around he's here. So, he's on the set someplace. Yeah. So now we've got the trifecta. Are there any other characters that you find visually or morally just, or conceptually repugnant? Just hate him. So I hate all. I hate both of these guys so much. I know. Now they can team up. Oh, Maybe good. The Marvel DC crossover you never expected. I not, no. It's not that I didn't expect it. I don't want it. There you go. Even better. This is terrible. Right. I know. I just I despise Mojo. You're supposed to not like him. He's, I know. he's built to be uh, 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 hated. Right. Right. Good. Because mission accomplished, yeah. everybody. Uh, so yeah. Uh, speaking of thanks. Speaking of uh, super chats, let's let, let's read a couple. Doctor Bright, hello. How was your weekend? Do anything fun? Uh, yeah, actually, this was a dope weekend. A bunch of uh, friends came over, and we just like we 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 bowled and we uh, and we watched Jeopardy, and uh, it was just oh wow. Uh, that's uh, that I just described like everyone's older uncle's uh, Thursday night. The bowling thing was cool because we went to like a place we'd never been before that like. It was like an entertainment center. Yeah, it was just newer, so it had a lot going for it. Enough, like a nice bar. Agreed. Um, he, yeah, it came with a card too. Oh, great! So, so he gets his, st- his stats. Yeah, I decided to read fifty-two from DC because I wanted to read more about Black Adam. You guys have to cover it on back issues. We will one day. We will. We we have the omnibus, so we can. It's just been a while since I've read it, and uh, you know, it's a big, expansive kind of thing. His significant appearance is X Men: The Animated Series Mojo Vision. Well. That's probably the most yeah. amount of people who have ever seen Mojo at one time. Yeah, I just, I, you know what, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot. I don't like him as a person. I nope. don't like the, like... The neck situation. I don't like the, the situation. I don't like the eye situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they eye, hold him up. I don't like eyeball things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's also got, like, spots. He's, just, like, he's like, clearly, like, yeah, some why kind Why is of, there spots? Like, those are, like, liver spots or something. It's really not, it's not great. Brian Rowland says, uh, may not be here for much uh, live off the rack for a while as I'll be working Monday nights, but I have had so much fun watching the last uh, live for the past few years. Brian, it's been a pleasure. Thank oh you so gosh, much for being yes. here. 
Uh, and thank you for watching. Hopefully you'll catch us on the repeats and yeah. uh, we, we, we wish you the best of luck in your, in your new yeah. situation. I KO'd uh, congratulations. Him. And uh, we'll see you then. Thank you very much, Brian. Uh, Comics Lamar, how do you guys deal with runs yeah. for your favorite characters that feel like character assassination arcs? Looking at John Ridley's Black Panther, love and respect. I actually, I, honestly, I only read John Ridley's run. Like, I only yeah, read like a couple of but, issues of it, and I wasn't a huge fan. Right, but, but like, the question is like, how do you, how do you deal, deal with, with it? That? You just skip it. You, you just don't wait. Have to read it. It's okay. Yeah, the, the the reality is there is no like reason. I, I just saw a person on TikTok the other day, like today who was talking about a creator that has some controversy surrounding them in terms of just the uh, just the content of their work mm -hmm. has nothing to do with them as a person and uh they they like summarize that creator's run on a particular book and uh and and it was just like when you when you highlight all the things that are happening and it's like all the key distinct moments that are egregious or seemingly you you find antithetical to what you enjoy about the book like you can tell by like the, the second thing that happens like oh i'm seeing a trend here yeah uh, no, it's safe. and like, you just jump off like you don't read it like yeah, you i think save you just your wait. money um and if you if you are a person who's like i still want to know what happened you could pick, try to pick it up at the trade exactly then later on. you check that you, you pick that up on a discount yeah yeah if like if you're like i just i want to know what's going on even if i don't like it yeah um, don't be a completist just yeah, like read like what makes you happy. Exactly. Max M, I, I had my 18th birthday on Saturday and I'm excited to spend all my gift money on comics. Luckily, my parents now live four states away so they can't stop me. Sinister laughing. Well, happy birthday, Max. A happy birthday. And uh, thanks for spending some of that birthday money on us. We really yeah, appreciate yeah, it, Yeah, yeah, But enjoy the comics. Make good choices. Make good comic choices. Yeah. Stuart uh, Mc McKinley says sending you some coins for the five minutes of laughter i got from ben trying to make a noise with his hands <laughs> in the latest unboxing video take care folks yeah that was so funny i was like okay let me just cut all this and then i'm like wait 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 <laughs> this is too funny and you know what like the episode ended up being only about 20 minutes in terms of like editing and everything and i'm like this can stay so yeah if you want to know what he's talking about you should definitely check it out yeah. <laughs> uh, revens thanks for your support Thank matthew you. terlaga now that it is finished is there any chance that we will see the batman webcomic as one of the shows um I don't know if we'll ever do the webcomic from Webtoons on back issues. It'll be hard to do because we'd have to look at it on our phones, but it's not impossible. Let's do a let's talk about it. Oh, well, we could do that. Have not... some of us read through mm -hmm. it and then we'll do a let's talk. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Although the fact they're doing it is, uh, you know, is half of the argument. Uh, Revens, what's your opinion on grading comics? I don't do it myself, but I understand why people do, especially uh, if you want to be in the collecting game and if you want to be in the retail game. Like if you're a comic book store, I'm afraid there's no other way for you to be able to sell a book that used to be just graded on visual acuity and like getting an expert in there. But unfortunately, like CGC or uh, one of the one of the two big ones, like screwed up and mailed a whole bunch of comics to the wrong person, like like a hundred or more comics to the wrong freaking person. And so those are just gone. Like oh it's just God. just 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 screwed up. And it's like, yeah, that's Florida for you. But no, that's that's that is what happens when you have like a monopoly or like. 50% of a monopoly on like one on or if you're the gatekeeper of like of yeah. one industry my take on it is there's people are always going to be collectors and there's always going to be services like this but it's one of those things where it's if you're not a collector and you're looking at this you start pulling the threads mm -hmm. on some things and so it's like listen if it makes people happy that's fine personally like you know like when i'm in line for a signature i definitely see we the, don't i see the cgc guys there oh, and yeah. like you know what like everybody's there for just a different experience. Like I'm the person who's like, no, I want you to write my name on it. 
That's right. Like, I want you to make this out to me. This is this yeah, is make a, it personal. This is like an intimate moment between me and a creator. Exactly. Like, I want you to sign it to me. Yeah. Like it's it's for my memories. Exactly. But that's not what everyone's looking for. Mm-mm. So it's just different experiences. Yeah. Um My name is eBay. We don't we don't have any? Do we have any? Graded comics? Yeah. We don't own a single graded comic yeah. book. No, that's not true. We do own one graded comic book. Was it sent to us? It was a gift. Okay. I think we won it in a raffle. Oh, wait. Was that the one that I won? We have... I don't know. We have a, we have a Scott Snyder sign. It's me. Yes. I won it from Zap. Yeah. Yeah. But Zap had to do... You know, they have to get into the game. Yeah, I don't blame so like, them. I'm sorry. I do own one, but I didn't yeah. actively seek it out. But I totally understand people who are looking at this from an investment perspective. And so, like, there is some guarantee there mm-hmm. um, in terms of that. So I, I totally get it. Yeah. But it's just not for me. Uh, Ray Far Compop. Woo! I was on vacation Woo. with really crappy internet, so I got to catch up on all Comic Pop today. Yay. Love you and thanks for all the content. Well, thank you, Ray, for being here. There's quite a bit, us. so thank you. Yeah, for watching we appreciate it. you catching up. Yeah, uh, let's yeah. talk about a book or two. Uh, you you had a you have found I, a. I, a wanna, I want to do two things real quick. Yeah, let's Just do really it quickly. Please. Uh, I picked this up this week. <laughs> Salmon number one. What? Uh, it's a facsimile copy that they printed of the first issue. Last time you heard me talking about it, they gave away that free issue, but this is a facsimile copy of it i honestly it was it was 3.99 um so a little more than original cover price yeah but it's printed (laughs) with all the original ads in it um so it's just kind of a fun thing because i don't have a number one and that's okay we like you know it's not one of those things that i'm gonna necessarily chase but like having so even if i did i wouldn't touch it right exactly so it's like it's nice to have this copy of it so that i can, can kick it around it, and like, you can see like what warner brothers what dc was all about back in the day yeah so the it, amount of ads for events in there and for for, for characters and end, stories yeah unprecedented yeah hey a u2 ad right like it's for a book um oh but yeah like i i was delighted by this so if you are a sandman fan and, and you'd like to have an, a, a number one copy or a number one issue of sandman um yeah, for posterity for posterity, or just for something again that you feel like you can pass around or share with others or read yourself i recommend going to grab this if your comic book store still has it yeah because i really like was like wow i was taken by that exactly I was, I was taken by that yeah additionally i wanted to like like just bring this up i thought this was kind of neat i grabbed this on a win this actually came out in july this did not come out recently um I mean, July's recent, but yeah, not, last but, month, yeah. but still last yeah. month. Like we're not, but this like, isn't off the rack where we talk about last month's books. Yeah. But, but like, it was like, eh, it's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, it's been almost two months. Um, oh my God. That's right. But um, this impact winter, it's not really about the story. This is a vampire story. Okay. It's a vampire post-apocalyptic story set in the future. Fine. Whatever. Right. Like it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. But what actually, what I thought was neat about it, what I thought was neat about it um, was the fact that this is actually a prequel to an audible book mm. like th- what they've done is audible has paired with skybound and image and they put together this little like prequel comic that is not content that's included in the audible book um so that you could maybe read this but it came out after the audible book's been out yeah um so it's funny because you always think of comics now a lot of independent comics as like scripts yep hoping to be made into a show or a movie or something like that but so then to see an audio book try to do the reverse of trying to grab comic book readers by putting out this prequel issue it's a bold so, move let's see if it pans yeah, out for it's interesting. It's the, i think it's a one shot yeah this is it here it is so if you want more of it i was like that's really kind of neat and, yeah. I, and I kind of love the pairing of these two mediums yes um i've been won over a little bit on the sandman audio audio book mm-hmm. um recently just thinking about honestly the amount of production and time and effort that went into it um you know like I, it just takes me a minute sometimes with these things um <laughs> But no, seriously, I was like, you know what? They did a good job, and you can almost actually follow along with it. 
it's kind of neat you know do i miss making my own voices sure but mm-hmm. like you know, it's pretty like true to the the source material but like to see these two mediums coming together again i was like that's cool maybe more audiobooks could try this and again have an opportunity to like double dip so yeah. it's like people who like the audiobook might now pick up a comic and who knows what else they might pick up you reality know? is double dipping is a part of the conversation now it's part of how it works yeah um so why not you yeah. know and uh, you know it's amazon it's probably available on Comicsology. and sure. you know it's it like, makes sense kind of cool Exactly. By the way, did you see this cover for this? I did. I thought that was dope. What a great I did not cover. read that, but oh, I thought crap. I saw that cover. We're talking about Darth Vader number 26. We didn't Oof, review it, but good. that cover's great. It's just, just such a good cover. Good. Uh, but anyway, uh, Ray Farr also mentioned my local comic store isn't great, but I went to the local records shop and a DVD store, both with a comic section, and I bought like 20 issues of Nascenti, Nascenti's Daredevil Run. That's dope. 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 Nascenti's Run is very much an acquired taste. As a kid, I was like, oh, it's really like, it's, it, it, it's, in many ways, it's actually the most hard-edged Daredevil run of all time. Yeah. It, it, it's just got this very, like, it's got this fun, like, 80s grit that only Nascenti could achieve. Mm-hmm. Just this really, like, just this bitter, angry run. And I really, I find it interesting. Just bitter and angry. Yeah. Not that, like, she is bitter and angry. I, yeah. I've actually met her. She's a lovely person. But, yeah. like, but she she captures it so well, and it's so rare to see it. Uh, Langley, I'm Neely. Uh, so, in honor of Tiffany, director Matt Shackman. Uh, is definitely going to use the Red Ghost as the next great Fantastic Four villain, right? Get ready, Tiff. No! Man, I would not be surprised in the least if I... he became an Ant-Man villain that's... or something. Nope. That's just, just just prepare for me to 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 get my, my rant on yeah. for that. He also mentions, I prefer to buy trades and omnibuses, but Nascenti's Daredevil run is crazy expensive. Ray Farr mentions. Yes, Ray Farr. I'm sorry. That's right. We had, yeah. Uh, know any websites that are good for buying single trades? Um, single yeah. issues. Single issues, I should say. Yeah, my comic shop, I think, is one where uh, I will get books that will like that are yeah. Mycomicshop.com is a website that does very good shipping, and I can get like a single issue for a little more. You know, it's like five bucks. Like you, it's it's pretty inexpensive, but that's where I just go now. But you can also get them in like Midtown Comics and other places like that. You you guys are like Pavlovian like training me over here. Pavlov training me for like any time a box is given to me on this show. Be like, oh no, it's negative. <clears throat> it's it's a negative thing. Well, it's they're not, all from the same person. It's not a good thing. Uh, and Kevin Kruger, I hope you all like the books I sent and has Nightcrawler and Daredevil ever met. That's a great question. And thank you very much, Kevin. Yes, we did appreciate it. You were on, uh, or at least your presence was felt in uh, this episode of, El- of, of Letters Page. Uh, as far as Daredevil and Nightcrawler, I assume they have in events, but I don't. I've never seen a book. Like, I've never seen, like, a Daredevil book with Nightcrawler in it, nor have I seen a Nightcrawler book that's just, like, featuring Daredevil. Um, but I would imagine they've probably crossed paths. Certainly Spider-Man and, Dare- and, and Nightcrawler have crossed over and fought. Mm-hmm. In fact, Spider-Man handily defeats Nightcrawler in one panel with webs. Um, right after Nightcrawler boasts about being exactly as, if not better, uh, has having better agility and speed mm, okay. and spider-man says not on the best day of your life and he sprays him with webbing in the face uh as far as daredevil is concerned though i would love to see the two sh- swashbuckling marvelites uh you know kick ass and take names yeah and danby 900 says uh, have you read thor the mighty avenger by roger landlid landridge and chris Sam- somni it's great in all ages where all ages comics don't sell well just wondering because of that comic book reading club no i've never read it but uh i've actually never even heard of it so i should check it out because <laughs> i like because uh, i I like the butt. Oh. Yeah, but uh, I've never even heard of it. So to be fair, you know, I didn't even know it existed. But I love Somni, and I think he'd be great uh, for um, for for anything. I don't. I, I picture him for Thor, but I'd love this, to see that. 
Uh, so yeah, other other books you want to talk about, or is it just acts? Uh, no, I read uh, Shang Chi. Oh, Shang Chi, great! It's Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, written by uh, Jean Luen Young, with art by Marcus Toe. Um, this is really we've gotten away from the family right now, and it's just a Shang Chi adventure, but okay. it continues directly from that Shang Chi book that was out before, written mm-hmm. by Marcus or written by John uh, Jean Luen Young with our by Marcus Toe. Um, so uh, if you like that pairing, you're going to probably like this. This is, this issue was super fun. Yeah. It looks, super well, the fun. cover suggests Mr. Negative, Hydra, AIM, uh, vampires. No, 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 this happens. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so it's a lie. Great. Well, I mean, like basically <laughs> what it is, is like indicating that like, since Shang, like Shang tried to get back to 10 rings, 10 rings have returned to him. So he has them. Right. Um, but he's trying to keep them safe because everybody's after them. So like, that's kind of what this is like letting you know, right? Okay. So, like the hand takes a shot at it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and like, uh, uh, Shang-Chi, I'm like, what the heck's his name? Shang goes on this like crazy journey, uh, adventure with like someone from his past. So it's like, if you haven't been reading Shang-Chi, like I hadn't, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a little like peek into like maybe some older books and they like, do tell you where some of this stuff comes from. Right. And yeah. honestly, it like made me want to go and like check them out. Like okay. it's exactly what it was. It's like, Hey, do you know Shang-Chi was part of MI6? Let's, let's talk about his journey. Like his adventures there. And Actually, that like <laughs> had like a love triangle. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that is so older comics right yes. like the love triangle right so the woman shows up right and she's okay. like the guy the other guy's missing so we got to go find him and uh the the hand goes to um steal the 10 rings or at least the location of mm-hmm. it and sorry you had a piece of dust <laughs> on you and i automatically like forgot we were doing a show and just that. took no, it off fine. Of <laughs> i didn't mean to draw attention to it um but, um what, what it ends up turning out is that like they're dealing with this villain named carlton velcro which i was like mm-hmm. Little. okay um but the hand finds the location they go there's these crazy like monsters defending the location where shang has put the 10 rings one guy survives he like blows the, the vault door right mm-hmm. he rips his mask off he's actually a member of mi6 oh the whole other thing the whole other plot is a ruse to get him oh away God. it was like i was like oh this it's just so tight yeah so tight great. so good really 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 enjoyed uh this issue um just really digging this the series like it's a good book yeah just such a good book so much fun that's nice highly recommend oh. go go check it out um neko kicker what i don't care for says corny but did you try the slap your mama i really like it on fries and like everything so just curious he's referring to the spice that we got uh, in that um in that i believe it's kevin's box yeah. uh, from letters page uh, i should warn you that episode was filmed about five or six months ago. i think ben took that uh, yeah ben took that home with him yeah so uh he so. probably put that on everything uh, but I haven't heard him talk about it, so no. we should we should we'll shame him ask, into, we'll, into yeah, eating we'll have to it. Yeah, we'll ask him about it. Uh, Kingsport Cal's tell you thin he is the white version of me. Love y'all. I will <laughs> be sure to let him know, or you can let him know the next time we see you, because of course we will be at ZapCon on September 10th. Uh, we're gonna have a panel at 11:30 a.m. Uh, so check that out in uh, Wayne, New Jersey. Only if you're gonna be in the New Jersey area, or if you don't you mind don't- driving. Uh, because it's going to be a con that's run by a comic book store, so it's just a bunch of independent creators yeah, that like, are from the local area. We're going to be there with a really table. It's a comic book sale. It's a comic book with sale. With some people there. It's going to be like like 50 long boxes that are all discounted books and uh, in immaculate condition. You're going to work. If you are looking to like round out your collection or pick up some books, that is definitely worth going to. Uh, but that's it. You know, you're going to be in Wayne, so you know the, your options of what to do after the show are concerned is. Go to see the show, maybe hang out with us, buy uh, some merch from our table, and then go to Jose Tejas and enjoy yourself some uh, some amazing food from a limited menu. Some gigantic margaritas Get and endless mag- chips. Yeah, endless chips. Uh, the new Ethan says, hey, guys, hope all is well. Watch out for King Sport Cal because he is the uh, 
he is the non-white version of Ethan. That's right. So we got three Ethans for the price of one. Right. I should also mention that, of course, uh, we, uh, that is to say, I wrote an article for CBR. That's comic book resources. Uh, it's in the chat right now. And of course, I'll try to make it available in the comments if this show is watched after the fact by you. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I do this occasionally. I took a big uh, hiatus, to say like, I think at least a month or two. Um, just because I didn't have anything worth writing and I wanted to kind of take a page out of the Zadarsky handbook of I'm not going to force something if it doesn't come naturally. Like I'll write something and I'll try to force myself to write, but I don't want to write something that's like unnatural or just feels like it's just a run of the mill thing. Like mm -hmm. the reason why I'm writing for CBR is because for whatever reason, they like me and they want my perspective on stuff. And if I'm like forcing it, then I don't want to even bother. Like I want them to have like you at want, least the best or. Did you already say you want the Chip Zdarsky of this? I did, yeah. Okay, I said, yeah, so I, I thought you did. I, I gave it the Zdarsky of it all. Yes. Uh, this so particular one is the shortest of them. I think like while I was disappointed with the length, uh, I do appreciate the edits that were given that helped like round it out and hash it out and make it a better uh, piece. But uh, it is the closest thing to the like old Kevin Smith Arena articles that I was hopeful that I was trying to be inspired by. Mm -hmm. Like that that could be pages or like a couple of paragraphs. And if you haven't already read that book, it's actually like very much a page turner, but like this is easily like a toilet article where it's like, you're sitting on the toilet. You could read this whole article and be like, Oh, I'm done. Wow. That was really quick. Challenge and, yourself. You know, you don't, <laughs> but it's not like a lot, you know, but it's just me giving my unique perspective on, yeah. uh, on, on, on going to San Diego yeah. and, and what I learned. I will tell you, I did have to cut a couple things. And one of those things that I had to cut was a little bullet point of like few, a few things that happened that weren't worth putting in the article. Okay. And one of those things I will share now is uh, getting elbow checked by Tom King at the Eisners. I think it's totally worth it, but I'm just glad that that's it. Did, well, it's that, no, that it, it's, it's not worth an art. It's not worth a paragraph. It's you know fair. what happened was where was that the uh, was that the Eisners and afterwards there was a little like party and uh, everyone's like walking around and hobnobbing and, and and all that and everyone was just really really excited about being in the same room with each other. And I was talking to somebody and uh, we were we were just chatting back and forth and we didn't know each other. We were meeting for the first time, and uh, out of nowhere. I just felt this this elbow or the shoulder in my chest, and uh, I'm I'm very familiar with that experience because of course I am a guy and I grew up with guy friends and guys like to hit each other, uh, so I was very much familiar with that me that method of greeting. But it was the shoulder belonged to Tom King, yeah, and he did a little like Ugh! <laughs> he made a sound. And, uh, and he's like, oh, excuse me, I didn't see you there. It was it was actually like it was such a sweet moment. That's I was like, really wow, nice. I like, love oh, it. that's nice. Uh, and then it. he immediately abandoned me to talk to Scott Snyder. No, I'm kidding. He didn't really do that. He did talk to him, but uh, he didn't abandon me. Oh, that's fair. I, I uh, we had actually talked earlier in the day, but it was just oh, a, well, it was a cute moment. Yeah, not like that matters. <laughs> none of that matters, but uh, it was just a cute little moment that didn't really have a place in the article. Adorable. But there's other stuff in the article that you should check out. And, Definitely. of course, uh, if you'd like to uh, read it, it's available you at should. CBR. Also, don't forget to like this video. Yeah, and, and like the video. Subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell for notifications. Uh, and uh, Kevin Kruger says, who's the biggest ladies' man? Green Arrow, Doctor Strange, Daredevil, Batman, or Gambit? Daredevil. Daredevil gets the most... Uh, 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 visitors in the evening no. yeah no. i'm sorry I, it's between gambit and dr strange i know because gambit definitely is a ladies man like that's just who he mm -hmm. is whether or not he strikes, yeah, gambit, strikes out or not like he is a ladies man that's like, right he loves the ladies he does but let's be honest dr strange yeah dr strange is very much a womanizer and uh, <laughs> do you know how many people he has slept with uh not as many as matt i don't know about that i'm sorry i don't think you're right the reality between the between gambit and matt yeah they've both had wives but only one of them cheated on that wife. 
to sleep with more women. Strange had a wife. I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it was an interdimensional marriage. That doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't count. So it's wait, all the interdimensional marriages. women that he slept with don't count. Uh, I would say, depending on uh, what you you know, uh, yes, one no. way or the other in the conversation. But yeah, nope. it's got to be Matt. I'm nah, sorry. It's, it's, it's strange. Ray Far. Also, I went to the records shop and found a uh, Age of Ultra or no, uh, AOA, Age of Apocalypse, Volume 1 yes. and 3, and then went to the DVD store and found Volume 2. Wow. Nice. That's, that's excellent. That's amazing. Uh, and that's the quest we all want you to go on. Hey, we're going to we're gonna continue to talk about comics, but I want to tell a really, really quick story here about like finding comic books. Because remember when Sal did that rant about how you find comic books or how you pick up random issues and like that's really the best way to do it is just go and like pick up something random and go from there? Yeah. So this past weekend, we were at a comic book store called Eastside Mags in Montclair. Which you should check out. It's a great store. New location. Yeah, new location. The store location looks, it looks amazing. They, have, yeah. like, they always have dollar bins there. They also have used trade. So like if you want a gently used trade for a gentle discount. And they didn't, they were not like beat to shit. Although yeah. there was at least one that there was, was like one a library, was, like, trade. library trade. But, like, and they're not like heavily discounted, but like, you know, it's a great way to like, you know, if you're environmentally conscious, it's a good way to pick up some trades. True. Um, but while we were there, a couple of kids came in. These two boys came in, and he's not going to tell the story, so I'm going to tell the story. So these boys came in, and they literally they went to the the new books. They had their they, they it was so adorable. They had their money in their hand, their actual paper money in their hand. They picked out their books. They had like, two books. They went up to the register, and as they approached the register, Sal went, "Hang on, guys. What I want you to do." is I want you to go over to those dollar bins and I want you to each pick out five comic books and I'll take care of it for you. And they both went, okay. And they went over to the over to the bins. They were there for probably 15 minutes. They picked out five books each. Sal had already paid for them. They, they got their books. They both individually came up to Sal and thanked him for them. And then they left. And I was like, holy crap, you did the thing. You did the thing. I did the thing. And I knew you weren't going to talk about it. I was we, like, not. we weren't going to make a big deal about it. But like, I want to make a big deal well, about it. Kind. Because like I think that that is a really cool thing to do in order to help younger comic book fans and new comic book fans get into comics even more so. Again, they were there buying new books clearly for themselves. And like... They only had so much cash, and yeah. so like I think that's amazing. And they literally they were there for a while. They they didn't just they go didn't and just go like, oh, okay, fine. They, they went through them and they picked out their books, and they were very thankful for it. And I was like, that's dope. Yeah, no, those kids. <laughs> it, it, I I will I'll follow up because you you brought it up, but uh, no, I was looking through the dollar bins and I found a couple of them that were like that had no covers. Yeah, and it, it immediately reminded me of like those should these should be given. Yeah. Like to people, like this should be free. Yeah. So like, uh, and then these two kids came in. I'm like, oh, it's those people that I was talking about, and. uh and they were just, it was like they were like 11 and 8. You know, they were like very, they were very young. Yeah. Um, but they but they came in to buy a comic book. Yeah. It wasn't just like they were there to buy Pokemon cards or they no, were there they to they were like, there specifically for to that. Buy, when they had a book, I'm like, all right, I, yep. I got to do this thing. So I just But uh, So if you see a couple of kids in your comic book store. And you have some spare and money. And you have some spare money, pay it forward and get, and, and help them out because yeah. uh, you never know. Like, and that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, these are dollar, bin, these are dollar books. I'm like, oh, maybe I should get him a book. I'm like, it's a dollar. I'll get him ten. Yeah. So that, like, so I, they really, so they really so confuses by that. So they're like, what is the? You know, they have to go on the. They have to go on that journey. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, we've made <laughs> we'll some... never know. We're never gonna get. Yeah. Then then go. That was comic pop. You 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 subscribe <laughs> and like the video. You just got popped. Yeah, you just got popped. Comic that popped. is not what we're gonna say. Uh, I'll, Ray Far says, "Sally, big softy, that's awesome." Here's ten for paying it forward. To oh. you're very kind, Ray. Thank you very much. No, no, that was I, really not the point. I just wanted yeah, to share that because, like, sweet. that was such a learning moment for anyone else who was in that store, which is me and the 
the proprietor. Just you and the guy who worked there. <laughs> yeah, it was just the two. It was just the, the three of us at the time. But, like it was such a rare thing again to see a couple of kids in there, and yeah. like hopefully this like showed them it's like hey, this is like this can be a very welcoming community, and like maybe introduce them to some new characters that they're like gonna pursue now. It's that's true. Dope, yeah, so that's it. Uh, I read Detective Comics number. Oh God, what is it? Ten. <sighs> Where the hell's the number on this thing? I love this cover, but I can't find the numbering. Doesn't matter. It's I read 10... the... 1060 something. 1063. There we go. 1063. Uh, Detective Comics number 1063, which again, I just betrayed. I don't have any idea how to read this cover, but I love the cover aesthetic. Uh, of course, this debuted. This is part two of Rom V's run, along with Raphael Albuquerque doing uh, their very distinctive run on Detective Comics. It is. Uh... Yeah, it's the cover aesthetic is great. The interiors are awesome, and the backup story is by Cy Spurrier. Yeah, literally. I, 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 only I, about Gordon. I'm literally sleeping on this. Called the Coda. It's three stories. I honestly am. I'm gonna skip it. I haven't read the first one. I'm not gonna read the second one. I didn't read it. I was like, I don't have time. I gotta read this main thing. Okay. And then, but it's only three parts. So like the next one, I will read, and then we will have the whole damn thing, and you can you can talk about the Coda in the next one. Yes. But. Uh, more uh more of this you know bruce goes to a nightclub he meets up with harvey dent who's just recently been like cured again for the umpteenth time uh some don't don't get too attached but a couple trying. of cultists beat him in, into submission and but like, only half of them well they well yeah <laughs> they're not gonna beat on him he's got like a scarred face they didn't like they didn't heal him okay. but uh they they beat on him and it's actually a really cool way that they bring two-face back but uh it worked for me. I didn't even know Two Face was away. Honestly, I just thought people were just away. Not using him. But He's been away. Uh, you know, the the whole thing is about like this new threat that comes in from overseas that technically has like a claim on ownership of Gotham. And uh, Batman goes to Harvey because I guess Harvey knows who Batman is. This has been a, a running thing. This is no. This is not news. Uh, but they're, they're they're talking, and Bruce is just like, you know, something's going on. My usual Batman tactics aren't working. I'm not scaring anybody enough. Like there, there's something new, there's something changing in Gotham and I don't know what it is. And I'm trying to figure out if it's you or if it's something else. And he's like, it's not me, man. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm Harvey now. It's just, don't worry about it. Well, can uh, we trust? Him? Yeah. <laughs> Harvey did. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Batman stuff is awesome. There's no, uh, you know, there's no bat family in it, but like they're all in Z Zdarsky's book. So you're good. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for that. Like we have a bat book with all, with everybody and we have the bat book with nobody. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they beat on Harvey and they're like, we're going to use you. And we're going to make you like rise to the underworld. We're going to take you over and they blow, they, they, they hit him with some kind of gas that takes over his mind. Oh. So they're going to control him. Yeah, yeah. And with the last moments of his like cognitive abilities, he resurrects Two-Face to pull him out of it. Oh. So Two-Face is like, if you want to be in control, you're going to have to let me drive the bus. And it's just like, that's so cool that like when Harvey's down and he's losing control of himself, he asks Two-Face for help. Like it's, that really worked for me. Yeah. The art's fantastic. It has this grit to it that like is very much just like, oh, is Klaus Jansen like inking these out these 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 uh, Albuquerque like uh, uh pen pencils? No, but it, it looks like it. Like it's is just, it just Klaus? Yeah, or is it just Raphael? I think doing it's just, I think it's just Raphael Albuquerque doing it. But uh, such a good looking book. It's mm -hmm. like the, it, you know, and and it's continuing its true to form nature. Uh, of course, Rom V is like there's this like there's this otherworldly threat from like the you know from from far away from beyond the sea, mm -hmm. and uh, and Batman is being plagued by like visions or. Maybe it's like maybe he's not even there. Maybe he's not right. even recognizing that like it's bothering him. But Barbatos has returned, and it's just it's really cool. Okay. It's a really cool book. Uh, it's not as like simple as like a book from the like '90s, but it is. But it has that same feeling, just with 
modern comic sensibility. So I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's a great book. Okay. Um, Cat Lawyer will defend for treats. Love that story. <laughs> Sells wholesomeness personified. Yes. Very kind. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, uh, Dan V900, the Thor comic I mentioned earlier, focuses on Thor's relationship with Jane, has Ant-Man, Wasp, team up, he fights Namor, Finn Fang Foo. Cool, thanks. Uh, I'll be sure to look that up and check it out. Yeah. Uh, what else you got, Tiffany? Axe. Oh, right, Axe. Yeah, A-X-E. Oh, yeah, just that little thing. Just... Yeah, just that Marvel event that's happening that is to say axe judgment day number three number three came out yeah which i know you didn't read no i didn't i didn't have time I'm that's sorry. okay i'm gonna ruin it for you then please because like I, I i have to talk about this uh it's written by kieran gillen with art by valerio skeety mm -hmm. um yeah listen like you know we're, we're here the the progenitor is going to judge everyone yes right i did read like a page or two of this because i saw a preview oh sure sure sure, sure. that showed uh cat being, being judged and like tony being like Okay, oh no well, i mean if cap didn't pass judgment we are screwed yeah because like obviously the the celestial the progenitor is um flawed in its judgment seemingly so what it does is it looks at cap it's like you know you seek to inspire this nation and this nation's supposed to be like you know like a leader in the world and like look at it it sucks so you failed and totally yeah like, it's like I, I can't argue with that and neither can cap and he's like i don't care <laughs> whatever like, we touch him. We, we touch base with those six people again. I, I really like. I get a kick I, out of like Gillen's storytelling in yeah. terms of that, right? Like I like touching him with like or touching base with these people. Yes, just to like get their opinions about things and and kind of like round out the world mm -hmm. that we're we're reading this comic that it is in right words. Um. Uh, anyway, um. Druid goes talk to Uranus, of course, because that's going to be the ever floating big bad. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if that's going to be something for later or what um fastos gives his opinion about this whole thing about the fact that it's like the the eternals really need to just make a sacrifice and move out of the way at this point yeah like, that's what we need to do however we can't do that we physically cannot do that so like mm. his plan after makari and um ajax leaves the room with tony and sinister being there they're like he's like there is a weakness and they find it because like tony found a weakness and it's very like star wars it's like yeah you go <laughs> into this port and you blow this thing and it'll blow the whole yeah being right the problem with that of course is that like it may actually destroy everything mm -hmm. right like it could be like a like a like earth ending like situation or even not earth ending but kill a whole lot of people like it could be a massive explosion sure okay um so it's very much out of the question for ajax and makari so they leave and fastos is like it really shouldn't be and if mm. we can figure out how to do it and it won't be a problem that would be great but the pure is the issue once we Eternals know that you're going to destroy the Celestial, we will be compelled to, to stop you. you. Like, we will not be able to stop ourselves. Right. Like, it will just be like that. It's, so, it's like, if it's going to happen, yeah. it, you have to do it quietly and without right. us knowing. So, like, But Tony, don't you knowing they're going to do it make you want to stop them? Well, Tony's like, yeah, but we really shouldn't, like, I guess we shouldn't do that because of the explosion. So Sinister's like, okay, cool. And he reaches out to Destiny. Okay. He's like, yo, you listening? Right. She's like, okay. So she forces a meeting of the Quiet Council. Xavier's just died. What? he's fighting a psychic war so like we need a new xavier Hope, get on it like yeah he. but he was alive in the last issue yeah, well you see him like screaming and like the point is that like they're like resurrecting anyone on the front so okay. like like yes i remember Emma that reaches out and she's like listen we need a new xavier get on that so hope's gonna work on that right mm -hmm. storms off world on mars dealing with stuff there right mm-hmm so we've got a couple of like major players off the field right now so destiny takes a like opportunity to be like this is what we need to do we have a shot like yeah they we know where the weakness is we go in there we can destroy this thing right and they're like won't that possibly cause like a large explosion and they're like yeah but who know. cares so they vote on it well doesn't destiny know that it's not going she's to like it'll be fine 
It'll be fine. Is she lying? We don't know. She's just like, it'll be fine. Okay. Um. So like, Kitty calls her out. She's like, you're cheating. Like, that's not fair. Xavier's <laughs> dead. Storm's not here. You're you're playing the odds. Yeah. Like, and she's like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I am. That literally, she's like, I've been doing that forever. Why would I? I ruined Inferno. Why I, wouldn't I, I ruin this? I too? don't understand what your problem is. Exactly. Um. They take a vote. It ends up being that Destiny she wins, wins yeah. because Emma abstains. Of course. So it would have been a tie. Yeah. If Emma had, well, potentially it would have been a tie. Mm-hmm. Hope ends up voting with Destiny, oh. and Kurt's like, "How could you do that?" And, she's, right. and she, she literally says, "Like, if you got a shot, you got to take it." Right. Like, it's Cable's training there. Right? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fun. So they decide that they will not tell the X Men that it will cause an explosion. We'll send in a strike team. Right. We'll just resurrect them. They'll but we won't tell them that it could potentially kill a whole lot of people because, like, like Gene and Scott will have a really big problem yeah. with that. So just don't tell them. Right. Exactly. Just don't tell them. And then Emma, you can erase it from their minds. Right. So, like, the problem is, like, Kerr points out that he's like, listen, fine. You're going to, we clearly we lost the vote, but like, can we even pull that many X characters from the field right now? <laughs> because Druig, in terms of like talking to Uranus, who was like, you know, maybe this is for the best because Earth kind of sucks, Druig. So let's just let it happen. And Druig's yeah. like, I would rather the Eternals not be wiped out. And he's like, well, the fact is, like, our job, if, if Captain America's a failure for not inspiring, and our job is to get rid of excess deviation, we haven't really done that. So you better pick up the pace. So Druig right. resends the hex, the big Eternals, oh, yeah. to lay siege. So we're back to that. We stopped oh, that, geez. but we are back to it, okay. right? So they're like, we can't just pull people from the field of battle right now. Okay. And like Emma's like, don't worry, I took care of that. She contacted the Deviants. Mm. And so they arrived. Okay, finally. That makes sense. The Deviants are on Krakoa, and they're like, well, we figure we should help our brothers. Right, because we're technically that. And Cyclops is like, we are not related. And he's (laughs) like, well, then how can we be able to go through the gates? Oh. They use the Krakoan gates to come through. There you go. That's canon now. Right? So there it is. Fine. Um, the X Men do go to attack the um, Celestial at its weak point, which automatically triggers the uh, the Eternals to go and fight. Yes. Tony's like, Sister, what did you do? And he's like, What? It's cool. Don't worry about it. He's like, You know, you guys will die, but I'll I'll just be resurrected. Who cares? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, not sorry. Bye. So there's a huge dope looking fight yeah. between Eternals and X Men. Awesome. It's, it's great looking. Jean asks for a hole to be made through Icarus so that she can get to the the spot to make the strike. She's going to use her abilities to do so. Tony shows up and is like, "Don't do it." She's like, "No, no, don't worry, I got this." She he she hits it, and Tony's like, "It is going to blow the whole celestial." And she's like, "I really should have known that. I really <laughs> should have known that. I can't trust Sinister, basically." Yeah, I of like, course. I should have. I should have known that. Yeah. And Tony's like, "No, no, maybe it's okay." And then you just see Tony smile, and there's a huge explosion behind him. Mm. As the celestial blows, and like I get, th- we get this dope image, which immediately made me think of Evangelion. <laughs> like it's just very cool looking. Yeah. Of the celestial going, and like it's just kaboom. Yeah. And okay. then everyone's standing outside of it, and Jean's like, "That wasn't real. None of that was real. That was part of the test." Oh no! She's like, "I should have known that." And the celestial goes like, "Honestly, out of everyone, she might, she could, she's only like one of the only ones who would have known that." Oops. Right. <sighs> I was like. That's so good. Yeah. Like, I know that's such a cliche that, oh, it didn't really happen, but it's presented in such a way that it's like so dope. Yeah. You you're reading even, it and you're just You in don't it. think for a minute that this is a test. No, exactly. And then it's like, this is a test. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Everyone on the planet experienced death though, like in that area. Well, not everyone, but I guess a bunch of people in that area experienced dying. And so right. when they come back, they're all like, oh. <laughs> and, you, and so the, the progenitor is like, okay. You're just wasting time. You will be judged. Oh, yeah. No, that's done. So then we see a couple of people get judgment. 
Emma Frost, she's a thumbs down. Yeah. The, the head of the deviants, thumbs up. Oh. Destiny and Mystique, thumbs down. Yeah. Both of them. I'm like, yay. Yeah, good. Good. He's like, other people, we see Gene and Sinister. Mm-hmm. Gene's giving Sinister a real hard time. But he's like, <laughs> I'm, I have to watch them a little longer. We, mm. we need to we need to, to wait and see. And so yeah. basically, Tony's like, our only option is to literally convince the world to not be jerks. Right, which is impossible. So that's what we, like, I, I don't know how we're going to do that. Cap's like, we'll figure it out. Right. Like, we, okay. that's what we're going to do. And Cersei's like, I have a plan. Mm. And so she hires um, uh, Jack to get her into the exclusion mm-hmm. right because he'll he's a he's an eternal for hire essentially mm, okay. right like jack of hearts is like whatever not jack of hearts yeah um you know who i'm talking about mm-hmm. I have not a, jack of hearts not jack of hearts you'll, you'll see why i said jack of hearts at the end of this it has nothing to do with jack of hearts but you'll get why mm-hmm. basically she wants to break an eternal out of jail okay and who's she gonna break out uranus star fox oh star fox yay she's like we need he's on the cover so i guess i should have fallen she's like we that. need to make the world like love each other, love each other. So we we're, we're gonna need Star Fox, and he's like, okay, that's fun. Okay, he is an Eternal. I'm in. Yeah, I love that reveal. Yeah, hello. Because it's like you know he was hinted at being in the exclusion throughout Gillen's run. Like yeah. we knew that there were specific individuals who were in certain areas, or questionably, we didn't know who were was in certain ones. Yeah. Um. So it was like, oh, cool. Yeah. I was like, they're not gonna re-release. They're like Thanos. Is Thanos gonna be? Nope. 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 I was like, thank God, we're not, not good. doing Uranus. But his brother. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, let's see what happens here. That's cool. Like, so I'm um, I'm jazz. I really like this this series. Honestly, I think mostly because of the way in which it is written. Of course, the way in which the story has been revealed to us as we've gone through it yeah. uh, really speaks to my type of storytelling that I gravitate towards. Of course. So yeah. Yay. Go, uh, go, go read that book. Go read Axe. Uh, I read uh, Amazing Spider-Man from uh, number eight from Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr. Uh, this is of course like more of the same uh they for the last i think two issues have been teasing a new costume for spider-man which you know i is yet another like weird you know death and taxes kind of like addition to the world of comics which is like now like you know it used to be oh what i do is i write batman and then i parlay that into an independent career that i can then make into a tv show or whatever uh this when spider-man obviously it doesn't have the same translation, you know, not everybody gets to be like a consigliere for Substack. So what do you do <laughs> instead? Well, uh, I want to write for Spider-Man so that I can get my new costume into the new Spider-Man game. That's how I, that's what I have to assume. Well, yeah, the case. You know, because there have been like, like 16 new yeah, Spider-Man costumes no, I can since the launch of the game. That. Right? I absolutely can see that because like, yeah. Yeah. But you, uh, you want that that you want that fodder. For I want to get my my. That's my costume. There's like three dance lock costumes. How come I don't have a costume in there? Yep. And it's just a yep. very, you know, unimpressive looking Spider-Man costume. But there are a couple of things that I was like, oh, look at what they did there. Um, you know, like Spider-Man gets his face caved in by Tombstone and like has this really awkward, terrible looking like blood splotch on his face. But now he has a helmet, and for the most part, it looks exactly like a Spider-Man costume, but it's a helmet now. So now it won't have the blood splotch. See, I justified that he needs a helmet by showing you how actually like vulnerable and stupid the mask looks. That's storytelling. No, what? Is by undercutting something that's iconic and part of the mythos so that I can make way for the thing that I'm adding to this new thing. Uh, That being said, this story is Spider-Man fights Vulture because Vulture's mad at him. Like Vulture literally is like, Spider-Man or 
a Spider-Man, of which there are dozens, told my daughter that I'm a murderer, a granddaughter, that I'm a murderer, which of course I am. And I'm mad at him now, so I'll kill him. And Spider-Man has a big knockdown drag out fight with Vulture, uh, which has occurred over uh, the last you know, 60 years of Spider-Man's history. Uh, what has not occurred that definitely takes place in this is that um, Spider-Man is like, I am so afraid of Vulture and so pushed to the limit by Vulture's prowess that I might die. I was beaten to death by Morlon twice. The first time when I was beaten near death by Morlon, I mm -hmm. used my sh the last shred of moments that I had left of life to call Aunt May and just, just hear her voice. In this, I called Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin who murdered my girlfriend, and I begged him to send me this rad new suit that will be in Marvel Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 5. And Norman Osborn said, no, and by the way, like if you just look at it from the perspective of if I'm reading Spider-Man and I don't care, or I was born in 2002 and I have no idea what's happening, then it's a, it's a, it's a by-the-number Spider-Man comic. It's Spider-Man versus Vulture. It, right. Actually, it's, the, it's things people have been clamoring for. Like, please give me Spider-Man fighting his classic villains and just being on his own. He's not an Avenger. He's doing his thing. Like, street level, yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's what you're getting. Right. Except Peter's a complete asshole and his supporting cast is non-existent and we're, we're, and, he's, and he's making like terrible, questionable judgment decisions, which would have happened in the 70s and maybe even the 80s, but probably not. And in 2022, is just completely irresponsible. Uh, so, he's, uh, you know, uh, he, he has to beat Vulture on his own, which, of course, he does. Hooray. And he goes to Norman, and he's like, what the hell? How come you didn't help me? And Osborne's like, the only way I could have gotten to you is by riding a glider to get to you. And I've gotten my sins wiped clean, thanks to the resurrected and then subsequently unresurrected uh, Sin Eater and his magic shotgun that blows away your sins. Yep. And... Uh, I don't want to risk this second chance I've been given with the temptation of being a goblin again. Mm -hmm. So I risk your life for my life and my like salvation. Uh, and Peter's like, that's fair. I'm going to work for you now. So Peter's going to work for Osborn uh, and Oscorp Industries. And he's getting a sweet new goblin inspired Spider-Man uh, costume which includes a spider glider, mm -hmm. which he talks about how great it is in the comic. So it's definitely not like the, like the characters endorsing this stupid thing so that the reader will accept it because the protagonist likes it. Except that's not, that's not how you write comics. Uh, but yeah, it's, and, and so Spider-Man's going to have this costume for a little while and you know, it'll go away and he'll triumphantly wear the classic costume, which is very similar to this one anyway. And, you know, we're setting up this whole thing. Like, it's just like, oh, okay. So Peter's going to work for Norman Osborn. Sure. And people are going to be like, what? You're working for Norman Osborn, but he killed your girlfriend. He's going to be like, well, people deserve second chances. And, you know, he's going to, like, trust Norman, and he's going to let him in, and then Norman's going to be the goblin, and then they're going to fight, and it's going to be really sad because, you know, maybe I trusted you and I gave you a second chance. Maybe he'll just, he'll sacrifice himself to I mean, save him. Th the reality maybe he'll is, be thrown off of a bridge. Maybe. I mean, the reality is what will happen it, based on the personality that we're getting presented by this book of Peter Parker, Peter will fuck up yeah. and he'll be responsible for Norman's fall. And so he will take on that responsibility and be even more so of his, like a Spider-Man. You know, Peter will go to save him and oh no. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe he will. Who knows? So why does he need the webbing to hang on to the glider in this cover? Because it looks cool. But like he doesn't. No, he, he doesn't. He can stick to walls. Yeah. He, 
Well, you know, I'm just I'm turning it. You know, you know like Norman doesn't hang on to anything. He hangs on to the glider. Oh, does he? Yeah, sometimes. He hasn't in years, but I, <laughs> one of my favorite images of Norman is like when he's like, le is Gobby like grabbing the front end and like using it like yeah. it's a freaking, you know, like, like, like it's a snowboard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is, you know, objectively speaking, this book is exactly what people have been asking for to the point, to the tune of even bringing back a classic Spider-Man artist to regularly draw Spider-Man. And some of the action is, True to form, classic John Romita Jr. stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Comic Tropes did a whole video about John Romita Jr. So if you want to check that out, go ahead and watch his stuff. Uh, but he talks about like the highs and lows, and it reminded me how much I like Romita Jr. Uh, sometimes. Well, listen, at the end of the day, and he lives and dies by his anchors. Yeah, so. Well, I was gonna say it's, it's not just that. Like art is so like subjective. Like uh, like you can, if you choose to, you can look at art objectively speaking. Yeah. It's like you can look at like the. You know, like, is the anatomy correct? Like, you know, if that's what it's meant to be, is, like, this okay? Are there tangents? You know, like, yeah. does the layout work? You right. can look at it objectively, but most of it is subjective. And Absolutely. it's always going to be that. So right. it's like, for some people, it, it just doesn't hit. No, and that's know? fine. That, that That's the, very much the case. And Ramita Jr. is a, is and the a more, prime example. Well, and the more stylized you are. The, the more you, you will, you know, have yeah. soup like fans and you'll have people who don't like your art. And yeah. like, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. There's, like nothing wrong with having a personality. And there's nothing wrong with having art that matches a more conventional style. Oh, totally. There's, it's all subjective. Exactly. Like, uh, like Valera Schiti. I like his work. Yeah. But he's not in my top 10 favorite artists of all time because like, it's just, it's, it's good. So that, you it's know, just good. It's, it's very standard, good. great stuff. Yeah. Yep. You know, but it's like, I don't think of him. And it's because he doesn't like make noise. I think that's fair. I mean, I, I, it's fo so funny because it's like everyone, like you get that question, who's your favorite artist? I'm like, I couldn't possibly tell you. No. It depends on the week. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, all about your about the mood. Yeah, because like art for me is a very emotional connection. So like yeah. for a lot of people, it is that too. So right? very subjective. So I get why people like and don't like. Totally. Vermita. Yeah, but I do want to point out that like this this book in particular, I, I was like, I understand what you're doing. I appreciate that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. But I like I we're 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 at a crossroads with this book. Yeah. And that happens to me. Like every five, ten years with Spider-Man, I'm like, I gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know, and, and then I can then someone else draws or writes Spider-Man and it's like, oh wow, like that's fresh, or it's returning to something that I've been looking for. Right, right, right. Uh, and then I come right back in. Somber Shadow number 001 says, Hey Sombra. guys. I said somber shadow. Oh, okay. I thought you said somber. No. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Wanted to pose a question. What's your favorite obscure comic book character? Mine's Jakeem Thunder, successor to Johnny Thunder. I, it used to be Rintra, but it's not so obscure anymore. I mean, he was barely in that movie. Yeah. I like him. He's so silly. He's goofy. Silly, yeah. Happy goofy. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. The Max. He's not really a superhero. You know? uh sleepwalker maybe. <laughs> uh nighttime games i'm starting to do comic reviews do you have any tips don't uh <laughs> because if, uh, yeah, unless you you know unless you want to uh in which case uh my advice would be to do it on tiktok that would be what i would do if yeah. i were to give you advice about doing comic reviews i'd keep them about like one to two minutes long and do it on, on do on tiktok and instagram that's yep. that's what i would do because uh you, you ain't gonna grow from here youtube is not gonna help you <laughs> do it just to do it for yourself exactly. like, but if you it. want to do it for you i mean do but be you you know yeah, don't be you don't yeah. worry about being somebody else exactly ray far have we found out what horrible thing peter did yet no so out of touch with modern spider-man last thing i was i read was parker industries fart yeah <laughs> no no we don't know yet 
Sean uh, can Conwell. Hey, sound activity. Keep up the content. Never get tired of it. Curious to ask who are Ben and Ethan's favorite heroes. Yours being Spider-Man and Dr. Strange. Uh, uh, I, I always want to say for Ben, it's, uh, it's like Green Lantern, but not yeah, really. Yeah, no, I really do want to say that. Mm-hmm. I, I think he really likes. He the likes Green the Lantern, whole aesthetic the, and everything. Yeah, the core, the the whole thing, yeah. the ring, the the, the all that. Mm-hmm. And Ethan likes Doctor Manhattan and Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Allen, God King's God King, God, God King's Supergirl. <laughs> due to your recommendation, yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, Thank I love you, that. Man. I'm glad. I'm really glad. Me too. Uh, Joshua Link, as someone who grew up reading Spider-Man in the 90s, it's so surreal to me to see John, your, John Reed Jr. and Bagley as the artists for the two Spider-Man ongoing series. Honestly, I love them, and I think that's fantastic that they're in it, and I think that's fantastic they're doing it, but it also, I think, is indicative of like how messed up Marvel is right now. Mm-hmm. Like The fact that the two main Spider-Man artists are the same Spider-Man artists who were drawing them 20 years ago, mm-hmm. Like that's great for them, Yeah, but it's like, it's bad for business. Yeah. Not for their business, no, I and I support to. their business, and I like it. But you know, doesn't that you don't want to say that? You want to be like, hey, listen, the same we have a CEO of our company, same CEO we've had for the last fifty-five years. Like, mm, really? Yeah, Are you yeah, doing yeah. business the same I way? Gotcha. I got uh, Steampunk high guys. I've been recently reading uh, X Men post House of M and post Krakoa since Spider Man hasn't really been favorable lately. Nice. That's fair. That's totally fair. There's a lot going on uh, in terms of of x-men and yeah. there's like honestly so many different genre styles and writing styles within x-men right now that there's probably a book for you exactly uh so let's recommend some comics that are coming out let's this, do it this week that we think you should pick up uh uh, Sp- uh moon knight black white <laughs> and blood number four is out uh or is coming out on this wednesday yep you check it out it's a fun little like anthology book it's got a bunch of different creators on it uh, ant-man number two is coming out i'm gonna check that out we'll see how much longer uh, Amazing Fantasy 1000 is coming out, which is a lie, but you know, check it out anyway. It's the 60th anniversary of Spider-Man. Mm, okay. And they've, I'm, I'm sure they've done the market research, and they're like, rather than call it like Spider-Man 60th anniversary or Amazing Spider-Man 60th anniversary, if we call it a 1000th issue, it'll make us more money. I think there's actually a Comicsology sale mm. for Spider-Man for a 60th anniversary. I think it's 60 percent off. I'm there you not go. Sure. Hey, nice. Uh, and uh, Thunderbolts number one is coming out. I had a chance to read it. I didn't want to review it on this show because it's not out yet. So I Fair wanted enough. to kind of wait. But next week we'll talk about uh, Jim Zub's The Thunderbolts number one uh, new book. And I read it. It's fun. So I would recommend it if you are interested in a new team for Marvel with some like old favorites. That's it. Okay. What do you got? Uh, X-Men number 14 is coming out. It's a Judgment Day tie-in. So if you were just reading X-Men and didn't want anything to do with Judgment Day, I'm sorry. The past two issues have, the last issue and this issue are going to have to do with that. Same thing with X-Force 31, Judgment Day tie-in. Um, the last one didn't tie in too, too much. So we'll see what happens with this one. Gambit number two, if you want to just read a story that has nothing to do necessarily with Krakoa and it's like from a nebulous time in the past, not nebulous, but a time in the past, that might be for you. Uh, Knights of X number five, also not tying in because taking place completely off of um, Krakoa, yeah. just in other worlds. So they're going to show back up and be like, what happened? Yeah. Or is this taking place before and or after it? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, um, wait, did we speak of Sandman or did I just recently you mentioned Sandman? your Sandman book? Yes, thank you. Uh, Sandman Universe Nightmare Country number five is coming out. I'm really liking what Tynan's doing on this book quite a bit. I think I think it's quite good. Um, and then I'm looking here at this Deadpool Bad Blood, which I swear it looks like that's Craven. Uh, it looks like Black Tom Cats. Oh, maybe it is. You know, the reason why it's so confusing is because I believe Rob Liefeld drew this cover and he did. So there you oh, have it. Okay, well, I don't care. Yeah, we're going to skip that one. Yeah, 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 yeah for mm-hmm. sure. No, but it's, it's someone else. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because don't forget, Deadpool is now part of X Force. Yes, which so, is great. Yeah, it should be. I I do want to see the whole like Craven on 
Krakoa. That's what I'm here for. So I'll find that anywhere I can. Absolutely. Uh, any, anything else? I don't, I'm sure there's other things, but that's where I'm going to stop. Yeah. I, I, there's also Superman War World Apocalypse number one. I haven't read any of the War World stuff, but now that it's over, I'll be looking forward to checking it out. Yeah. Um, finally, yeah. it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't have, I don't have time. I don't have the stomach. I'll, I'll read it later. Um, Lee Allen. Hey, Sal, what do you think of Riddler? One bad day, mimicking killing jokes, ambiguous ending of Batman killing the villain. Uh, we talked all about it. I don't, I'm not going to give you a truncated version. You can watch the last episode. We talk all about it. And there's mm. a whole discussion debate about it, um, but it is absolutely 100% uh, that, by the way. Um, I watched an interview that Tom King had on Word Balloon in which he basically said, like, they told him we're doing killing joke for all the villains you do Riddler. What do you want to do? <laughs> That's what Which it is felt what like. You told everybody. That's what I said. Yeah. I was like, this feels like a writing assignment. Mm-hmm. And it 100% was. Well, just, just straight up was. So there you have it. But now that it's out into the world, it, you know, it, 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 be- is art, it becomes so whatever it, it is. It, you know, it, it is, it's out there. You can know the truth behind it, but also like, you know, you have every right to interpret it as well to your exactly. own degree, but do take in to reference what the, truth and facts are and yes i do in fact read strange even yes if doctor even if steven isn't in it i do read it well you are reading it yes. because it dovetailed right out of the doctor strange right. book um but you don't read any book that just says strange on it or no. because clea is in it you know no right no. uh and uh max M, did you read the second issue of dc Mac? i have it but i didn't get a chance but i peeked at it and i gotta tell you i love the wonder woman mech and what's how it <laughs> seemingly operates where it's like she's not in it it's it's more of like a, it seemed like a, like a vr kind of like connection to it i really kind of dig that so i'm looking forward to diving into that because that's a book i strangely really enjoyed the first issue you did you did well we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us of course special thanks to our super chatters check out patreon.com slash comic pop if you want more and Mm -hmm. behind the scenes info uh watch tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop to watch play video games on tuesdays and wednesdays typically we'll see what happens we're we're, we're adjusting our schedules across the board but uh we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh we're very lucky to have you and we'll see you guys all next time here on off the rack on mondays of course we will see you guys on youtube.com slash comic pop on wednesdays for back issues and here on this channel for more Uh, this week i believe elseworlds exchange is happening so keep an eye out for that mm-hmm. on Friday and we'll see you next time. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long. Bye guys. Bye.